Hello, hello there. My name is Murray. I'm accompanied by co-host Corey. We are The Real Guys, and this is The Real Show with two E's. Today, we will be covering, uh, we'll be recovering, actually, Ms. Marvel, the new Disney Plus Marvel MCU TV show. And for the second half of this episode, we will be actually covering uh, Marvel's SDCC, that is San Diego Comic-Con's reveals, and their latest shows, their latest phases, and uh, their entire sort of panel, panel in Hall H down in San Diego. But as always, I'm calling my co-host Corey. How are you doing today, Corey? I'm doing very well, thank you. Good, it's nice to hear you. It's nice to see you today. It's also nice to see you on a video version. That's yes. right. We're also doing a video version of this uh, podcast, this program, this radio program for everyone that's listening and everyone that's watching at home. Hello, how are you doing? So if you want to tune into us at the Real Show YouTube channel, that is the Real Show with two real with two e's and show, you can listen and watch at the same time. Watch our lovely mouths move. Watch us gesticulate. Watch us articulate and glad, everything. I'm glad you can spell the channel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm glad you can spell the channel as well, Corey. Yes. But what we'll be covering today is well, that's exactly what I just explained. Exactly. Yeah. It's one half Ms. Marvel. Yep. One half Marvel at SDCC. Exactly. So let's kick off with Ms. Marvel, mm -hmm. shall we? So Corey, you tuned into the last few episodes. You had. Correct. You watched the first one. We reviewed that. Uh, you can watch that review if you like. Uh, it's also on our YouTube channel. It is. Um, uh, we reviewed the first episode. We often do. Yep. And now we'll review the rest of them. Exactly. So we're probably not going to cover much of the first episode in this. No, so we've, we've already, already talked that. about it. Yeah, yeah. And also, because we're doing Comic-Con, we've got to do this a bit shorter, a bit quicker. Yeah, yeah, a bit quicker. We're on a bit of a time crunch exactly. here, ladies and gentlemen. This is probably going to end up being a little bit more less linear, more just, this is good, this is good, yeah, this is good. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, exactly. Rather than episodic breakdowns. Mm -hmm. So, as I often always ask when I've got no other things yes. to think about to ask, uh, anyway, you want to start in particular? Right, okay. Why don't we start with... The, why don't we start with the, the characters that we meet on this journey place. in Ms. Marvel? Yes. Um, of course, the biggest character, probably the biggest shining star out of this entire thing, is Kamala Khan yes. of Ms. Marvel. Uh, Inman uh, Valani, who does an amazing job. I can't sing her praises enough. Probably because I've got a little surprise for you okay. after this segment. Okay. Um, it's not exactly, it's not the weekly wreck. Yeah. It's just something that you could check out on your own time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Okay. However, uh, but I'll save that little surprise for later. A lot of surprises in this episode. I think we've got there three is. big surprises, <laughs> I think. Which is the weekly wreck at the end. Yeah. Your sort of surprise. Yeah. And my surprise as well. Yeah. But a lot of surprises. Are you ready to be surprised this episode, Corey? I'm, I'm ready to be surprised. You're ready to be surprised? Always ready to be surprised. But Kamala Khan has the uh, bangle of her family. And it yeah. gives her the special power to uh, control light. What do they call it? Uh, um, she can kind of shoot light and use use the veil, as they yes. say. Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Um, she can control the veil, the, or the nur, I think. Is that what it's also called? Yeah. I'm trying to say this, say that anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can control the nur and throw it around, create discs, create, um, jump up and down, and jump from light disc to light disc. Yes. And I feel that's an, I love that effect. I like the I like the colours and the way the colours sort of spread from the from the. Uh, sort of the orange to the purple and the blue. I yeah. like that color, that color scheme. I mean, it's one thing we've kind of touched on in the first episode as well. The uh, I guess appearance, the visuals of the show, the yeah, look of yeah, the, the show bright, is the bright show. It's um, really good. Yeah, yeah. It's I like the the bright and light uh, feeling this show has. Uh, in the, not only in its art style, which we do actually return to in the finale. Yes. When she's explaining the plan to to distract damage control away from the school, we get that 
we get that art style returning after it's sort of gone for a couple of episodes. But and the main uh, crux of the finale yep. is that she's returned from. Um, she goes back to. Uh, she goes back to the, the place of her of her family, and she meets her her grandmother, and there she actually learns about uh, her her great grandmother who had this uh, special bangle. Yeah. I mean, it was again I'm trying to think of a. Over MCU shorts, um, TV shorts, whatever you want to call them, uh, miniseries, that's the word mm. I was looking for. I feel like sometimes when it comes to the other ones, finales can all sometimes seem a b- fall a bit flat. Yes. Right? Loki was an alright series, the finale wasn't great. Uh, Moonlight was alright. But uh, I think that's, again, because it kind of has to leave the door open a bit to a, a second potential yes. series. I, to be fair, didn't mind this one. As, as an ending I thought it was alright I thought it was quite good which is nice mm. to see a series actually end the, quite well uh, but of course um, Kamala is faced with the uh, the clandestines yes. who were a race of uh, jinns from um, from the Nur dimension or the Nur dimension yep uh, which is actually a place in um, Islamic context yes uh, we see this uh, appearing again yes which is what um MCU seems to be doing now, which is bringing in different things from different like, like uh, Moon Knight, especially yeah, either different religions or different beliefs, and, and yes. paying them in. And we saw the jinns were um, equivalent to sort of genies, yes, who arrive and have um, who have been around for thousands of years and have come to find the uh, the bangle that, that Kamala has that, that, that sort of unlocks her inner power yeah. to give her the powers of, of Ms. Marvel. Yes, and we have five of these clandestines who are. Uh, hunting her down so that she has to go back to Karachi back in Pakistan yeah. to meet with her family and to unlock the, the secrets of her of her ancestors yeah and it's I don't know it was good it was good mm. but the, the story in this because and I, again we touched on it in the first episode because Kamada Khan is a new character not only in terms of VMCU mm. and this is her first time being introduced and like most of the cast if not all the cast are original and aren't mm. in the MCU before. It's Part a good two. Yeah. It's um one of them we talked about in the first episode. Yes. Um it's a good story and it kind of really helps me introduce her. She's also new. Like I said before, I didn't really know who Miss Marvel was. Mm. Comic wise had no clue. With Moon Knight I knew who Moon Knight was. With other various um Defender stuff, which we'll go into a bit later, mm. um I knew who they were, like Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Um, I didn't know who Miss Marvel was, and I feel like this whole series as a whole is really good at introducing her as a character as well, and the other kind of people we see appearing along the way, and her friends, and her various kind of different stuff. Also, I was aware that her powers were changed for the MCU, mm-hmm. and I feel like this is pretty good. I think yeah. it's a pretty good fit. Yeah. Obviously, again, we'll go into a bit later. Um, the reason why her powers had to be mm. changed. So. Back in Pakistan, yes, where she um, is with her family, correct. She meets um, Kareem, who is a member of the Red Dagger vigilante group yes. that fights against the clandestine, the power of the clandestines. And she gets to train. She gets to train with her light uh, powers uh, in their secret hideout. Yeah. But she's attacked and she's on the run. Yes. So she has to run through the city. And by the way, this is shot wonderfully. It's yeah, very Cinematography, good. Cinematography um, is really well to show the great city um, of Karachi. Uh, I think it's Karachi. I don't want to mispronounce it. Yeah. And even down on the street, down on the streets. I love that. I'm a really big fan of um, 
of when they're especially how they shot that action scene where she's running through the street she's jumping other carts and she's like tumbling and rolling and I quite like that uh, and especially when they're doing all the parkour you know parkour I'm a yes. fan of parkour so it's it's a really good kind of I like when Marvel does stuff like that the Kenobi kind of did it with the whole right. chase scene with Reva kind mm. of not to the same extent, but again, this this series visually is great. Yes, and yes. the way it looks and the way it flows and the way it kind of just kind of our view through everything going yeah, around is, yeah, is really yeah. good. Mm. Um, but no, the ending's good. I like how we skipped. Yes, <laughs> to, we skipped, to the we final the episodes. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like like many. I don't want to. This isn't a general criticism of Disney Plus Marvel shows, yeah. but the middle of the season is never really a place it's you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Episode two and three kind of breezes by because you're like, well, you know, you the, they leave the finale on a on a high, and you're like, wow. And then yeah. in episodes two and three, it's like, oh well, having to deal with it. Okay, there are these clandestines, and they're the enemies, and they're going to yes. go after her. And then, oh, she's getting to use with her powers, and she's saving that boy. You know, she saves the boy who slips off the off the yep. off the balcony, and. I mean, this is also the other thing with this series is, other than, unlike most of the kind of heroes where you have like, I, mean, I don't know how old they are, but obviously like Captain America, Iron Man, right. Thor are all older. Kamala's, I think, sixteen. She's supposed to be. Yeah, and so it's a bit different when you got this like young person who's discovering who she is and her yes, heritage and yes. stuff, and now she's got all these power. Kind of like Spider-Man in a way, whereas yeah. if you're a bit younger and you're kind of like, I don't know I what I'm doing. I felt that Spider-Man vibe. You know, now, yeah. now you mention it, I felt that Spider-Man vibe, especially that Tom Holland-ness yeah. of how we're still kind of learning. Oh, there's someone slipping off a balcony. Guess I've got to yeah. flip, got to save him. It's you like, know, I quite like that as well. And it's like, because now you're kind of being forced to yeah. forced to grow up because you've got all these yeah, powers yeah, yeah. and you're you're kind of on the run you she keep matures hidden. in that way I feel like especially yeah. in the last episode yes where you see it with her parents and she's trying to make this she's trying to make this big announcement that yeah. hey I'm night as she's night light as she was yeah. called or whatever she the name was or Mrs. Light or whatever her name was but she tries to make this big announcement she's like okay guys I need you to sit around because I want to tell you something very important she's like right, we, what well, we already know that you're that you're this superhero you know and that it spreads fast and her brother already knows about it and yeah at her brother's wedding and stuff because she accidentally ruined that by yeah. you know, letting all these um, supernatural beings uh, I mean, come in and attack her. That's the other thing. The family aspect to yeah, yeah, thing is, very is really strong. good. I feel like there were moments in this where I feel like the the uh, her mother, whoever plays her mother, did a fantastic job yeah. because there was a point where they have real chemistry together. Yeah. Especially where they sat together and her grandmother's going, oh, your mum, she used to be a real rebel. She used to be <laughs> a real... Like, as much as I don't really like that there's a Netflix film called Moxie if you've watched it I have not that does um, quite a similar thing to this where it's like oh the young the young girl is like oh mum you're such a stickler you're such a stern woman for the rules but it's like oh you didn't know me in my heyday I used to be a real <laughs> rocker girl you know and it was kind of like this and as much as I cringe at something like that yeah. I was like well this is done in a very family and, and very respectful way yeah. and I appreciate that and sometimes you've got to look look through your parents' eyes, and I appreciate that as well. I really enjoy looking at um, family dynamics in that way. Because her mother seems to soften as the series goes, and I felt that was natural. Yes. In the first episode, you were like, oh, this she's a really stern mother. She's like, you will go out, you will come back, and you will go out when I say, and you yeah. will follow my, you will step my line. And now it, there's a lot more of a... Of a sort of loving and um, it's less sort of hard protection and more 
more warmness. Yes, it's that classic film trope where parents don't be overprotective. <laughs> no, you've got to learn to let go. <laughs> yes, she said she admits that herself, and I yeah. appreciate that that referential um, that referential realization. In you know, sometimes you hold too too tight to something, you aren't you you're not ready to let it go. Yeah. Sometimes, you have, sometimes holding too tight does more damage than letting go does. It's one of those things where, because in some series and some films, the, the main character would be the focus, obviously, and then her backstory or people around her have forgotten, are kind of forgotten about when it comes to story and yeah. when it comes to plot and stuff like that. But if you do it yeah. well, and if you kind of establish these people, like her mum, her dad, her brother, it's really well for the character in later on because first off it's the first time seeing her and she's mm-hmm. young you would assume she'll probably be sticking around the MCU for a while yes yes um, and so it's good to have that back but and also it allows for like if her dad appears at a later point or her mum or whatever yeah. in like, other films we so know who they are we will see yeah like we know who they are yes. we, we have uh, a connection to them already the other person who we know who they are correct go for it is the cameo at the end of the series after she saved all of her friends and, and had a sort of love slash boyfriend, are they sort of in a relationship? No. Uh, I don't Cameron, know. no. Anyway, she sends Cameron away because he's a uh, clandestine and he's they sort of protected him and he's been filled with this uh, yes. uh, power and he can't control it. Yeah. But she, in this great, and I love that scene where they're both under the dome. Yeah. They're both under the light dome and they're, they're, they're all being shot at and she's trying to control, and she's trying to, you know, snap him back out of it and I really like that. Yes. Um, of also, I realised when I was watching it, how hard must that be to film? Yeah. Because you don't know nothing is going on around you, or there's green, and you're like, you've got to come back to the light. I've got to save you, and what what's happening around you is nothing. Yeah. But then in post, it looks great. It's fantastic. Yeah. So the effects are amazing <laughs> in post. But at the time, it's like the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. You know what exactly am I waving this lightsaber at? <laughs> you know, some kind of giant droid. Yeah. But 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 nevertheless. Nevertheless, it's a good scene. Yes, it is. And after that all happens, she's yeah. on her bed and she's like, "Oh, I'm Miss Marvel. I'm really tired." And then her her bangle starts to shake and, and and emit with light when she was transported back in time. Yes, when she went back to 1942, back to India. So her bangle's shaking. She's like, "What's going on?" Yeah. And suddenly she's like, she's she's thrust backwards into a. A cupboard or something. I honestly thought she went through the door into the hallway. <laughs> no, she goes into her like her, her, her cupboard where her clothes are, and then who pops out? It's uh, it's it's what's Carol Danvers. It's Carol Danvers. It's Brie Larson. Yeah. It's Captain Marvel turning up for a cameo in the series. It is. So we don't know whether they've switched yeah. places. Because uh, people on the internet assumed that that Kamala Khan had become Carol Danvers. And well, I was like, no, that's not it. Yeah, so they've swapped. I think. Um. I mean, I know Wikipedia can change. Wikipedia says they switched places. Yes, that's what I think as well. Yeah. That was my natural assumption. Yeah. That Kamala Khan has disappeared to wherever Captain Marvel was, and yes. Captain Marvel has appeared where Kamala Khan is. That's why she reacts so strangely to her room being effectively about herself. I was going to say. And she's bit... like, what's this? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see where it goes. Hmm. I mean, I mean, obviously, because we've got all the whole, like, Again, we'll talk about Leatherbolt. We've got a whole multiverse stuff going on. Yeah, and all yeah. Sort of kind of stuff. I'm assuming it'll tie into that. Yes, that's what I think as well. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it leaves it open, which is what Marvel does. and does it well. Where It will end on like a somewhat cliffhanger of, where is it going to go? And then people theorise, and yes. then it gets people and talking so we'll about it. And we'll come back in the Marvels, which we will yes. speak about very soon. Yeah. But shout out to some other people in this series who I, yes. uh, who I 
uh, like to see. We've got uh, Bruno. Yep. Bruno Corelli, mm-hmm. who does really well as the sort of the psychic. The guy in the chair, he's born guy in the chair. Mm. Look at him. He's got that guy in the chair look about him. As a sort of tech whiz who wants to help out and wants to be, you know, really friendly. I did like that time where they're Cameron and Kamala are hiding behind that desk in yep. the finale. And he sort of third wheels it. He comes in out the side says, don't worry, I'll, I'll distract them. He goes, hey, guys, hey, you know, heavily armed SWAT uh, soldiers. Do you want to come and see me dance or whatever? Yeah. And they just clock him in the face with a rifle. <laughs> I quite, I quite, that was quite funny to me. Then we have um, Nakia, who is also a standout character for me. Yeah. Another friend of Kamala, who has that really who has that really independent and intuitive side to her. And she finds out, she's like, what, you told everybody and you didn't tell me, you know, your best friend? I quite like that. Aside. And I always like the reveal of the superhero to their, to their best friend. That happens quite a lot, even in the Defenders show, like yeah. you mentioned, happened in Daredevil and things like that. Where you finally see the close the close friend of the of the hero who's been the close friend for so long yeah. and doesn't know they're a hero, but finds out finds out they are that superhero. And I, that, that's the moment, that's the click moment that I quite, that I quite like. Yes. Then uh, we have the, the husband Correct. and father, yes. uh, Yusuf, yep. who is another really sad... He's got that dad energy. He has got a dad energy. Especially when he comes out the window in the finale <laughs> and he's like, this is really high, I don't want to fall down here. <laughs> it's like, well, she's been sat up there for how long? Yeah. And you're not worried, but as soon as you step on the, the balcony, <laughs> you're worried? Like, that, is, that, is, that is pure dad energy. And, I, and, I have, and it's just really warm. He's, he's caring, he's compassionate, and... He tries to help. He's that yeah. guy who, you know, does his best to help out. And even when they arrive, when she's in that great battle, and he's always like, oh, he's trying to get her, but she, but she's doing that whole superhero CGI yeah. uh, laser fight. No, but that's really good. I love. Mm. I think family member-wise, I think he's my favourite. Yeah, yeah. He has that sort of goofy dad yeah, he does. feeling about him where he's doing his best, but it's really, <laughs> but this is like far beyond his, like, yeah. what he can do. And I always appreciate where you get the sort of common man in that kind of situation where it's like, I don't know what to do here. It's, yeah. So he's kind of helpless in that way, but it's funny. Then we have um, Amir, who's, who's Kamala's older brother, who recently got married and yep. is having that uh, whole arc for himself. So he's kind of aloof and you know, not maybe not as funny as you think he is sometimes, but he still carries that, that big brother, big brother feeling about him. Yeah. Mm. And then we have some of the friends at, uh, some of the friends of her school, Zoe, who's kind of like the popular posh yes. girl of the school she's got the successful TikTok or Instagram or whatever it was was it uh, I think it was TikTok I think it was TikTok yeah Okay. she's got the successful TikTok account and she spreads the word on Nightlight or yep. on Ms. Marvel as she's later known because yes. Kamala's name means no Kamala's name means perfect doesn't it yes and then it means Marvel yeah. later in the series so then we find out that of course we have um, Department of Damage Control which was set up in Spider-Man um, Homecoming yep uh, by Tony Stark to sort of clear up all the superhero business. And then we have a couple of agents from um, Department of Damage Control, a main female agent, and then um, another one, Agent uh, Agent Cleary, who is uh, who also appears in Spider-Man, um, No Way Home. Correct. So there we go. And he's the second MCU character to appear in something else. Yeah. It's him and Carol Danvers. So there we go. And then we have members of the Red Daggers. We have Kareem, who I feel like they were established to appear later or appear in something else. There was yeah. a lot of stuff dedicated to them. And I feel like just for one series, if Miss Marvel, if Miss Marvel gets another series, I feel like we could be seeing them a lot more. I don't know if it will. Really? It might. It might do. But I feel like every mini series that's coming out is just going to get another one. Right. Okay. Because I think Loki's getting another one. Yes. Moonlight's getting another one. Um, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier is technically getting another one. Yep. 
Um, I don't think Hawkeye is, mm-hmm. <laughs> but everyone else is, so mm-hmm. it could happen. I don't know. To be honest, I, I wouldn't complain if there was another one. Mm. Like, I'm not saying I don't want one, but... And we have a couple of nice, good cameos in this series, if I can just take, take a minute to list them. Off. them. Uh, Ryan Pagano, who is the vice president and creative executive at, New, at Marvel New Media, <laughs> nice. has a cameo as their guy in charge of the cosplay <laughs> competition at AvengerCon. Uh, renowned TikToker Willow J. Willow Wilson is okay. who plays herself in the TikTok sequence. Yep. Um, and then, of course, the biggest cameo is obviously Carol Danvers, uh, yes. Brie Larson. And uh, speaking of speaking of um, interesting cameos, yes, we have a couple of things. Who would would you like, would you like me to go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I'm sure I've spoken reams about Iman Vellani and how good of an actress <laughs> she is and how much I like her. Right. Yeah. Not only does she have a very successful Letterboxd account, she also has a very successful Reddit account. Oh, God. Now, and she's all, not, not only has she done several comments and posts on Reddit just before she was an actress, which is funny enough, she just recently did an AMA and asked me anything on the r slash Marvel yeah. Studios Threadit. Threadit? Threadit. 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 <laughs> no, they had, Try again. She, she did recently an AMA and asked me anything on r slash Marvel Studios yes. thread on Reddit. There you go. And it's fine. We'll cut the other one yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look, fix it. Fix it. Post. Fix it. Post. Yeah. But what we what um, I will employ you to look at is find that thread and read it because she really gives a lot of insight of you know what's it like dealing with Kevin Feige, what's it like dealing yeah. with the Marvel sequence, and she's really funny and really witty. And I'd love to read some of her comments. Maybe we will someday if we have time. But. Yeah, that is why, that is, um, maybe the end of this episode, if we've got a few minutes left, yeah. I'll pull it up and we'll do some reading after the wreck, how about that? That makes sense. But, yeah, please go and find that um, AMA, that Ask Me Anything, from Inman Villani, who plays Kamala Khan in Ms. Marvel. But speaking of great cameos, that yep. I've used that segue twice now, you have. so I think I can't use it again. Nope. Speaking of great cameos, <laughs> during our first episode, yes. Corey, maybe you'd like to explain this. Yeah, slightly. so uh, our first Miss Marvel, um, episode one, it got to the point where it was a weekly wreck. Mm. It was my my wreck. It's a Murray's wreck this week, but it was my wreck. And um, I picked Nuv the poet. Yes, renowned TikTok yep. and spoken word artist. Exactly. Nuv the poet. Who did a lot of videos on TikTok every single episode of Miss Marvel. Man of the Sikh religion. Correct. Muslim. And he is he is a, he is a Sikh, and he was very vocal about Miss Marvel and what he liked about Miss Marvel. Yep. Uh, so I uh, I messaged him. We reached out, reached back out to him for a second time. Uh, asked him uh, if he had any thoughts on the series, if he liked the series, and if he uh, about representation. Um, he replied back saying he has a lot of thoughts about the series. Right. Okay. Um, and said, "Do you mind if I send it in voice notes?" So I've got four. And you you said, you said yes. You I said yes. Right. Um, so I have four voice notes um, from Instagram right. uh, from Nuv the poet. Okay. Well, let's let's play them and let's see what Nuv Nuv thinks. <laughs> Hi. Yes, I do believe the show is important when it comes to representation because of how it does it. Now, uh, I'm not Muslim or Pakistani. I'm Sikh and Indian, Punjabi, whatever. That's the whole thing. Ignore that part. But um, there's a lot of similarities between the cultures, South Asia as a whole, um, and there's similar similarities with the faiths as well. The point is that um, even though it doesn't... Uh, you know, display my specific culture, there are a lot of similarities and I resonate with them and it's done so well. And the way that I, the re, the way that I've like assessed it done, being done well is there's such a focus on a lot of the details 
of within the show that people who weren't aren't part of the community wouldn't think to include in the episodes. For example, people could find, you know, names of popular Bollywood films that were talked about in like episode two, but things like um you know the shoes being taken in episode three as part of a wedding tradition that's a common south asian wedding tradition where the groom's shoes will be stolen by the bride's side and then the groom has to essentially like bargain the bargain for them back with the the bride's family and like friends and everything like that that's a tradition that has died to my knowledge never been showcased in western media and so it's things like these, and there are even smaller details that do this even better, but the point is that there's such a focus on that. It's not just saying, like, hey, she is Muslim and she is Pakistani. Like, they show her everyday life and the way that her culture and her religion play into or factor into the way she lives her life. And another huge part of it is, again, even though I'm not Muslim, I'm sick. I wear a turban and I have my beard, and so that image, right, has been associated with a lot of negative stereotypes in Western media. Um, and one of my favorite aspects of the show was in episode three, again, during the wedding, um, like, I'm not super familiar with the ceremony, again, because it's, it's, you know, different, different uh, religions, but the part where once the Amir, Kamal's brother, and... Um, Taisha, his wife, get married, you know, everybody responds, Allahu Akbar. And like that phrase, I don't think it's ever been used in a positive manner, in a celebratory manner in Western media. It's always used negatively and by a terrorist character or something. And like, it just shows the culture in a more accurate and a positive light. And it's huge. Like the significance of that is huge. And so for me personally, with elements like that and the discussion of, you know, um, you know, with Nakia, Kamala's friend, of her maintaining her identity and adhering to uh, certain aspects of the faith, that also resonates with me because I'm really, I do my best to practice my faith um, and I'm really into it. I'm, I, you know, I put a lot of focus on how I live my life in accordance with my faith. And yeah, just like uh, a Muslim woman wearing a hijab, as a sick man wearing a turban, like there's a there's a difference of how our lives are when we go out in public and we exist amongst society. And so her story being told there and just like the overall story, even like the Muslim story and them being targeted because of you know their who they are, it's it resonates with me so much. I I don't even know if I can really put it into words. Yep. Right. That's his words, that's his thank thoughts. You, thank you very much. Shout out to you, Nov the Poet. Yes. Uh, on Twitter, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. All of the social medias. Yeah, YouTube. We'll, we'll link them. YouTube, yeah, yeah. We'll put a link in the description if you're watching on YouTube. Hmm. Um, but if you're listening to us, that was his thoughts. That was uh, Nov the Poet. But basically, we can now call a friend of the show. Yes. He's now called a friend of the show. He's there. There he is. Shout out to him. So... As the second part of this episode yes. will be not dedicated to Ms. Marvel. However, we will indeed give Ms. Marvel a weekly rec, as we often do. Um, the weekly rec, of course, last week was uh, was Nov the Poet. But in terms of a in terms of a real rating and not a weekly rec, yes. we will give Ms. Marvel a real rating. Yes. So, would you like to go first? 
Yeah. Uh, are we I... gonna re- you going to rate this against all the other MCU shows, or are you going to try and give uh, it a uh, Hmm. I think at this point, I'm losing track of what I gave all the other shows. <laughs> I liked Miss Marvel, and I liked the visuals of Miss Marvel. Um, I think an 8. Maybe an 8.5. Right, okay. Uh, I will give it a 7.5. Okay, I'll give it an 8. I think 8.5 on Which a good I feel day. Like it's not as high, I feel like it's higher than I probably gave Loki. I probably gave Loki at 7 or a 6. Yeah. And then I feel like, I feel like it's right around... Maybe Captain and I'm gonna, I, I was like, Captain always America Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I always do that. You do. Because there's a film called Captain America and Winter Soldier. There is. But it's Falcon Winter Soldier levels, I'd yeah. say. Probably around there. Yeah, I'd agree on that. Maybe closer to to maybe Moon Knight or something, but far beyond. I feel like the way it captured as as Nov the Poet said, as Nov said, if we could use first name basis. Yes. As as Nuff said, it was um, the way it captured the religion, the way it captured the culture, the way it really showed um, large Western audiences what this is like. I, I, what life as you know, a Pakistani American is like. Then I can, you know, give it, give it all the praise in the world for that. Yeah, exactly. So that is our real rating for Ms. Marvel, and let's move on to Marvel's SDCC yes. news. Now, San Diego Comic Con, or SDCC as the kids call it, yeah. is one of the largest events. Um, in the country for all the studios pull out the big stops Warner Brothers Universal Pictures Marvel Disney and Star Wars and everyone all come with their big guns with their big trailers to show in the famous Hall H panel correct and Marvel have done no different as always Kevin Feige has taken the stage with casts of the newest films to to unleash and announce all of the newest uh, IPs and properties that will be coming out over the next few years correct including the next two phases of the MCU. We are currently leaving phase four and moving into phase five and six. Yes. So let's break it down. I've got a list here of everything that was announced. I'm sure you have as well. Yep, got to say, Michael. We'll go through them as well. Coming in on August 17th is uh, Marvel Studios' She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. Yes. Which we spoke on last time we talked about Ms. Marvel. So we didn't talk that much about it. Just a new series with the new She-Hulk character, Bruce Banner, Mark Ruffalo's back. Um, Yes. Uh, Emil Blonsky, we've got um, the, the Abomination returning as well. Yep. So that should be good new series. To basically, come in where Miss Marvel sort of left off. Yeah. Because you know we can't have time without a new Marvel series. <laughs> so we've got Miss Marvel. Uh, is Miss Marvel has just finished and now She Hulk will soon begin. Exactly. On August seventeenth. Then in spring of uh, 2023, we have Secret Invasion. Yeah. Which is arriving. What do you know of, of Secret Invasion? I don't know much. Again, this is kind of a Miss Marvel thing. Hmm. I'm all I'm aware of when it comes to Secret Invasion that I come if it's Kevin Feige, someone who's working on this has apparently wanted to work on a Secret Invasion for ages. Hmm. I'm aware it's a series of comics and I'm aware that there's different like there's different iterations of the Secret Invasion series. And the weirdest one that came out, I think it was like 2017, which had like the new Avengers-ish, which is similar to where the MCU is now. And I think everyone's saying it's going to kind of take that kind of, uh, that comics interpretation of it on. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't know much about it at all. Yes. It's completely new for me. So, apart from that, that we have Secret Invasion, I yep. feel like that's going to face around the skull, cro- the skull. Yeah. Crisis with um, Ben Mendelsohn's Talos and Samuel L. Jackson's Nick Fury. And yes. Apparently, uh, Colby Smulders is listed for Maria Hill and all that sort of thing. 
So I think I'll place around Shield. Apparently, Amelia Clark has a role. Uh, Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark. That makes sense. Should be in this as well. Then we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Correct. Uh, which has got a brand new logo. Yep. To hype its new uh, May fifth, twenty twenty three release. Mm-hmm. So that's Chris Pratt. That's Zoe Saldana. That's yep. Dave the Animal Batista. Correct. That's um, Groot. Yep. Back again, Vin Diesel. Yep. We've got. Uh, Bradley Cooper, that's his name. There Sorry, Bradley are. Cooper, Rocket the Raccoon, coming in as well. So we don't know whether Thor might feature in that, possibly. After yeah. Love and Thunder, maybe. Probably. Then, hitting Disney Plus on summer 2023, Loki Season 2. Yep. They've been filming for it. Tom Hiddleston's been out in his Loki wig, going around. We've got Kang as the new Correct. villain showing up. So there we have that, Loki Season 2. A great announcement, I think. Blade yeah. has been also been announced for... No, um, a new film with Blade yes. for November third, twenty twenty three. Yep. I'm, are you a fan of? Are you a fan of Blade? So I've not seen the original Blade, the Wesley, well, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Not seen it. I've seen bits, mm-hmm. um, and I know that it's very Marshall, much. Marshall Ali. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Marshall Ali. House of Cards. I'm aware. Kit Harington returning as um, his character from Eternals. I'm aware that it's very much a kind of cult favourite in the MU see yes. and it's got very big boots to fill essentially um, I'll look out for it I think because I've heard all everyone go I want a Blade movie yes. this is who I want as Blade this person should play Blade I feel like Mashallah Ali's a good pick yeah because of that I'm looking forward to it because there's other people who are like yeah Blade's gonna be good Blade's gonna be good also it's a guy who's hunting down vampires yeah vampire owner exactly now the next property um, another series landing on Disney Plus summer yep. 2023 again uh, is Echo yeah. Now this is based off the Hawkeye character played yeah. by um, I'm gonna try not to put her name Aliqua Cox, Aliqua Cox, mm-hmm. uh, who played her no relation to Charlie Cox, I don't think, who played um, Echo in Hawk in yes. Hawkeye. So we should see um, her return, obviously, to head this series along with um, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin, who will be appearing in something a bit later. So yeah, should be good for that series. Nice spring off of that. Next, Disney Plus in fall 2023, another series, Marvel Studios Ironheart. Yeah. Based off, I believe they showed footage of this, which showed Colonel Rhodes, Rhodey Don Cheadle back in this as well. Yes. What do you know of Ironheart? Uh, Ironheart is the uh, young, is that like the, is it different Iron Men or is it one specific? Yes, yes. Um, Dominique Thorne was the actress yeah. listed as Riri Williams or Ironheart, the new Iron yes. Man. I mean, I like, I like Rhodey. Yes, but also Rhodey also actors, uh, Olden Aaron Reich, fan of... Yeah. Him, he's be showing up in the series as well. Uh, Lyric Ross. I mean, I'll I'll check it out. It's one of those ones where I don't know much about it, mm. but like I literally don't know anything about it. It's not like Blade, where I don't really know anything about it, but I know what it is. Like this is completely new. Winter twenty twenty three. Yeah. Bringing the chill with the frost is Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Yep. Based off the Agatha uh, Harkness character. Yeah. In One Division. Correct. I, right. One Division was alright. As a series. Mm. I thought Agatha as a character was okay. The yeah. only thing that I'm interested in <laughs> when it comes to this series is kind of similar to, I guess, Moon Knight and uh, Miss Marvel and the four films. Uh, what are we going to do with the whole magic side of stuff? And are we going to bring anything in that's mytho- mythological? We're going to go to real life, you know, like witchcraft 
or pagan yes. practices and or whatever or we're just going to do a, a, like four and just kind of take their own interpretation of stuff and do their own thing mm-hmm. uh, no. I don't know it'll probably be fun of course Catherine Hahn is back for that as well yeah. who does really good is basically amazing and everything really big fan of Catherine Hahn I'm sure it'll be fun next film um, jumping in on May 3rd 2024 should be Captain America New World Order yep. with uh, Anthony Mackie correct and uh, Bucky Barnes Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier returning for Captain America New World Order yeah so I don't know whether they're going to fight Hulk Hogan and uh, Scott Hall. Big bit of Kevin Nash. Bit of Kevin Nash. Are they going to fight the, <laughs> the NWO? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. But yeah, that should be good. We all love a Captain America film. Uh, there's no every Captain America film has landed. Yeah. Amazingly. Yeah. Okay. Captain America: First Avenger, Winter Soldier, uh, Civil War. Yeah. Sorry, Civil War. Amazing. So every Captain America film's just landed, and I feel like this one's going to land as well. Next is a big... This got the big box. This got yep. the pop at the panel. This got the cheer. Daredevil Born Again. Yeah. Uh, showing on Disney Plus as spring 2024. Charlie Cox back. Of course, he was in Spider-Man. Um, he was. No Way Home. Uh, Vincent Nofrio's Kingpin just appeared in Hawkeye. So this is... ...for this show. Um, apparently cast members are signing on from Daredevil already the guy that plays Foggy Nelson I can't don't know what his name is bless him yeah. but um, the actor that plays Foggy Nelson has signed on hopefully they get sorry that's her name um Hopefully they get Deborah Ann Wall to come back. Hopefully they get the guy that plays Wesley. I know he's dead in the TV <laughs> show, but I really like Wesley from the season one of Daredevil. So hopefully he comes back. Yeah. Um, if he's alive, it's a, if it's a multiverse, just bring him back somehow. Because I really like that guy. <laughs> right. Anyway, and that should be amazing. I'm really hyped for the new Daredevil show to yeah. to debut. July 26th, 2024. Thunderbolts. Yes. Which is a bit we don't really know no. that much about. Um, apart from the fact that maybe it was slated to have William Hurt's General Ross in it unfortunately William Hurt's now passed away but we're not really sure how that's supposed to go so we'll see really maybe it might be something with Red Hulk something with Baron Zemo possibly something with um, oh sorry Red She-Hulk sorry because obviously Red Hulk is General Ross Uh, but you know that's got some affiliation with Daredevil that's got some affiliation with um, as I said Taskmaster Baron Zemo, they could do a lot of things with Thunderbolts. Almost yeah. like almost like Marvel's answer to Suicide Squad, I could see that as. Probably. Then we have the Fantastic Four, yes. November 8th, yeah. 2024. We don't know if John Krasinski is coming back for this. Yeah. Uh, I'd be happy to see John Krasinski. I'd be happy to see John Krasinski's wife. I'd be happy to see The Thing and Flaming Torch and Doctor Doom turn <laughs> up again. Okay. Maybe we'll finally get a good Fantastic Four film. Yeah. Is it too hard to? Is it so hard to ask in 2022 for a good Fantastic Four film? I've only seen like the, the first one. Right. Like um. You've not seen Fan Four Stick. No. Oh, I've seen Fan Four Stick. I've um, the cinema to see Fan Four Stick. Which one is that again? Fan Four Stick. Yeah. That's not the Chris Evans one, is it? No. No. No, yeah, no, I've not, I've, I've not seen Fan right. Stick now. Okay. I've, I've only seen the Chris Evans one. Okay, fair <laughs> but that should be amazing. But I'm really happy, happy for that. That should do great. Yeah. Uh, next, we have Avengers films. Yeah. Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Yep. On um, May second, twenty twenty-five, and Avengers: Secret Wars on November on November second, twenty twenty-five. Yes. Uh, sorry, November seventh, twenty twenty-five. Yeah. Both probably revolving around the new sort of Thanos character they're building, which is Kang, Kang yes. who debuted in uh, Loki. 
So maybe Correct. that was a version of Kang. We don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things where this is, it could be the same one. It's known to be, this is called the multiverse saga, exactly. so they're calling it. Yes. Uh, phases 1, 2, 3, and 4 were all known as the Infinity Saga, right? yeah. about the Infinity Stones and Thanos and all that. This is now the multiverse saga, around sort of the multiverse of madness and Loki and things like that. We're bringing in more of the multiverse, and that's why we're seeing all these uh, characters and different portrayals. And now we have, um, and all these... Uh, Disney Plus shows that are focusing around the multiverse like yeah. WandaVision and such uh, so this will be known as the multiverse saga these next few phases which should uh, culminate in Avengers the Kang Dynasty exactly. and in Secret Wars yes and then well that's pretty much it yeah oh wait, no oh, wait, wait one thing oh yeah uh, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever yes yep uh, that should be coming out so I don't know if there's a date on that uh, uh, where is it I can't see a date. Hold on, I'm looking. There's a, there was a trailer and the new look sort of released. Yes. And I did watch the trailer. Oh, also. November 11th. There you go. There we go. Also, February 17th, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Mania. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was on the list. I did. <laughs> so many stuff got announced. I skipped over it. I cannot believe I did that. <laughs> so much stuff got announced. Exactly. <laughs> so much stuff got announced. You can't, uh, we can't, we can't even keep track of it here. No. But... Here's like three years of our plans. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Here's the next piece. DC bring out two films, and <laughs> Marvel goes. Here's our plan for the next three, five years. Yeah. D- good luck. Good luck. Good luck getting an handle on this. <laughs> so yeah, Quant- sorry. Quantum Mania, of course. Paul Rudd yeah. and um, oh god, I've forgotten her name now. So have I. Evangeline Lilly. There we yeah. go. Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly are back in Quantum Mania. More, more multiverse shenanigans. Exactly. Bound to ensue. And yes, November 11th is the date for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Okay. So there we go. There we are. But as for our weekly rec yes. this week, I've talked a lot about it. Yeah. Uh, it's related to something that was revealed at SDCC. Okay. Uh, and it is an episode of Daredevil. Okay, I assume it that's where you're going to go. It is Daredevil Season 1, Episode 9, Speak of the Devil. Okay. And it is rolling around the battle between uh, Matt Murdock and Nobu, a infamous uh, Japanese gangster ninja. Uh, wait, no, the tri- the triad are uh, the triad of Chinese. It's the well, no, the Yakuza are Japanese, aren't they? Yes, I think so. Yes, yes, the Yakuza gangster Nobu, and uh, he is after uh, the Daredevil. So it's their battle, and you know we get a bit of Kingpin, a bit Correct. of Foggy, a bit of Karen. It's a nice, it's a good episode, and I've picked it out for that. Okay. So, that's my week to record. I will give it a seven. Strong. Yes, a seven out of uh, a seven out of ten reels there. Nice. So that is my pick for our weekly rec. It's pretty good. And yeah, we have basically we have we have three things coming out of this. Yes. We have well, technically we have four. We have Marvel's SDCC roundup 2022. Yep. Get a look at that. Um, watch Daredevil season one episode nine. Speak of the devil. Um, listen and watch some of the poets yep. and see what he's up to and of course look at him and Volani's AMA yeah. on Reddit ask me anything because <laughs> it's really funny Yes. so that is what we have here and and we're bringing you some surprises next on The Real Show a couple of unexpected things yeah. things you're not going to be expecting to see we're stepping away from uh, Marvel, Marvel and, and, and Disney into, we're coming <laughs> into realms unknown of the yep. known universe yeah. so 
Do you want to drop a little teaser, perhaps, in the next episode? I, I, I don't know. I, would, I don't know how to tease it. We can say that the spice must flow. Okay. See, okay. I, so I've not, I've not seen the finger. Okay, well, so. no, no, well, don't tease. Don't tease. <laughs> oh, well, that, was, that was a full teaser I can give. I'll I can't tease it because I have not right. seen it. Well, we hope you enjoy what's coming up next on The Real Show. But yes. for now, it's goodbye from me, goodbye, and a goodbye from Corey. Goodbye. <laughs>